is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to SoaringEagleCasino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. We are back live across Michigan, hour number three on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show. 19 stations strong for the one close to you. Go to thehugeshow.net. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer, John Vanderwoom. Former major leaguer, Yankees, Giants, Padres, Expos, Reds. Played with Jeter. Played with Bonds. Was Bonds the captain of the Giants when you played too? Jeff Kent was. Oh, Jeff was. Kent. No, Barry wasn't. Was that a team vote or? I don't think there was really a captain, but Kent was the captain. And, I, and that's a, did the team have to vote for Jeter, or did they just? I think he just give it to him. He's the captain. Yeah, but I mean, it's I mean the way that everything's going in the Hall of Fame now. Kent should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah Jeff Kent has a great bat. It was travesty. Was he a third baseman? Yes. Yeah. Great player. Left out. Well, who do you think? Uh, speaking of Major League Baseball, who you know. <sighs> If you have the left out list right now, you just mentioned Kent. Who else would be on that? Just for people you've crossed, played with. It could be old school. It could be guys during your. Well, it could be Clemens, obviously. Barry, McGuire. Jeff, I mean, Jeff Kent. Knowing, knowing how much steroids were used and performance enhancing drugs, you, you can't single those guys out. No, you still got to go out and do it. And. It was a different time back then. I mean, you go back and you talk to people, there was stuff that was going through the clubhouses in the 60s. I mean, it was just different stuff, but they were doing it. Talk about performance-enhancing yeah. drugs. I mean, there's there's been stuff throughout the years, and then, you know, I, obviously when you had 14-year-olds starting to take steroids and stuff, it started getting out of hand, and, and they, got a, they got control of it, which they should have. Uh, but people liked the long ball, and... I don't know if I've ever told you the story about McGuire and BP in Colorado um, hitting Larry Walker's car in the parking lot. Uh, over the left field roof? Over, this, over the scoreboard in left field. Launching him over there into the parking lot and hit Larry's Cause car. Because mile high, the ball did carry the elevation Oh, too, my right? gosh. It was incredible how far he could hit it. But he was he was Were truly... Were with the Rockies, too? Yeah. Oh, we, we forgot the Rockies. I forgot yeah. the Rockies. Um what a great town Denver was or is still there. Uh, but uh, mile high Coors field, 50,000 people a game. The five years that I was there every night, we had at least 40,000. It was sellout every night, but every, every night, at least 40. Was 42. Todd held on that team too? He came in. He was, I was going out as he was coming in. So, and uh, you know, did you know McGuire? Was that all real? What? With McGuire. What do you mean? His power, his strength. Oh my gosh! It was he was the he was the best at hitting the longest balls you'll ever see in your life. It was unbelievable. He hit him farther than Barry. 
I mean, Barry hit a ball a long way. McGuire hit him farther. But he kind of came clean, so he didn't get the post-career heat that Barry still gets, right? He still should be in the Hall of Fame. It's What he did for baseball back then, what him and Sammy and the run that they had in the home runs. You're talking Bonds after, and McGuire. Or, yeah. Or McGuire and Sosa. McGuire and Sosa after the strike, and they were going on that. The magical run, The right? magical run, and it was just... It was something that needed to happen after we lost 94. Uh, the strike year, right? And Deb and I drove 18 hours back from Denver and thought, oh, we'll be back in a week. And no, uh, it was the next year. But baseball needed something, and they got it. And there was a lot of long balls, a lot of offense. People loved it, and baseball came back. And they should be in the game. They should be in the Hall of Fame. Well, Will Bonds... Uh, while he's alive, get in? I hope so. I, I hope so. I mean, he is the best player that has, in, in my eye, he's ever played the game. Better than anybody? Better, better than, than anybody. Oh, yeah. Why, I mean, why, why was Bonds the best that you've ever played with? Because he could do what he wanted on the field. He could do anything he wanted. He could play defense if he wanted to. He could hit if he wanted to. I mean, he could do everything. And there's not there's so hip for power, hip forever. You know, Larry Walker was another really great player, and he's in the Hall of Fame. I, I he doesn't have the numbers like like the other guys have had, but Walker was an incredible player as well. He just had some injuries and didn't play quite as long as some of these other guys. But uh, Barry was in a class by himself, absolute class by himself. The, the game came easy to him. And it doesn't, it's not normal for this game to come easy. You know, I remember my brother Bob speaking to Larry Walker. I'm going to say this is the 80, 86 Midwest League All-Star game in Beloit. I drive over with some friends well, to a- see my brother Bob. on that In that All-Star game, Larry Walker, Matt Williams, Walt Weiss, Dwight Smith, my brother Bob, uh, I think Nielsen, who played with the Brewers, uh, who else was... Wow, that's a that's I, I'm quite trying a to, Yeah, there's even uh, Louis Medina, who was a Louis Medina, Louis Medina, yeah. and there was uh, who else am I missing? Uh, there was some the hitters that you watch from that group in the sleepy town of Beloit. Yeah, they, <laughs> and they had the old school fairgrounds oh, field. I right? know, I've been there. I've been there. Hey, they, uh, they had the old. This is long before everybody had a modern day ballpark. They were playing. Oh, I got like a story fair, from ga- Fairgrounds next to the like the rodeo uh, uh, circuit. So you know, I was, when I was a coach for the Tigers. Uh, we're in Beloit, and you just get tired of you know people coming. And you were a minor league hitting coach when I was right? a minor league hitting coach. Um, so you know people come up, and I'm long past, but they'll go, "Hey, can you sign a card?" Yeah. Well, the next thing they give you twenty. So there was this this lady, this girl was kind of following me, I'm going, "Oh no, here we go." So she comes up, and I'm ready to go sign these cards, and she goes, "Are you Jacob Vanderwall's dad?" And I went. Yeah. Well, Jake played like two, three years in Rockford in, in the Northwoods League. And she goes, oh, I thought you were. Nice to meet you. And I just smiled and said, oh, I mean, you know, I was. Uh, Your son did. Yeah. Right? yeah. So that was that was pretty cool. But I mean, Beloit's that little town on the uh, uh, Wisconsin, Illinois yeah. border. Yeah. Bobby at the time. At the they got mi- a new field there now. Right. Everybody. The minor league stadiums now are just. You ever been to Dow Diamond in Midland where the Great Lakes? Ooh, one of the play? best. Oh, gosh. That is. Such a fabulous uh, facility, high-A affiliate of the Dodgers. The West Michigan here, though, puts the best product on in America. 
I mean, for minor league baseball. They've done it for years. It's a great product. you got Bobby Wells doing the uh, in-between. Living legend. He is, too. He's unbelievable. I'll tell you, you know, for what he does for that organization, I mean, he should own some of it. He's so good there, and he's so good with the in-between and and interacting with the fans. Uh, He's one of the best. And I think Dan Hasty was doing the radio play-by-play. For the Whitecaps, when Dan Dickerson decides to hang him up, I think Hasty will be you know, the Hasty best does voice a great job. for the Tigers. I, 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 I really listened do. to him and some other guy. It's a, who is it, Jake? Is it Lane? Is it Peter? Derek? Uh, no. Greg? What's it, the, the guy with the beard who looks like he has a quesadilla stuck in his... Uh, Dan, Matt, Chuck... No, they, he did. They did. I was listening to him. They were doing uh, the huge impressions in the beginning of the radio show when they were filling in. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Ripping me, really, Superfly. You allowed them to rip me last Thursday. Really? You you <laughs> you you allowed them to rip me. That's nice. Way to go. They're, hey. they're pretty good. But hey, knives out. The huge show version <laughs> with Superfly. Just you know, I, then again, I I don't listen when I when I'm serious. Like I was opening day and tailgating. With the Michigan Sports Network and our winners, and met a ton of listeners down there at Ferg's and St. Pete. I, I, I trust uh, Hasty and people at Resden. No, they're Zane. doing a good job. They, yeah. they, they had a lot of knowledge on the Tigers and the minor leagues, and they were their opinions were good. Well, Hasty does good. a good job. That you know, uh, uh, Road to Detroit podcast. I hope he continues that where they highlighted the minor leaguers. It's guys like that was strong. It's guys like Hasty and the guys that you know. They now you've got to do the minor league stuff. You, you you've got to pick and choose and get better at your craft and uh occasionally during the summers i i listen to the white caps and he does a phenomenal job with yeah I'm, I'm really not listening to anything you're saying right now because i'm wondering if superfly was orchestrating a subversive attack on me while i was gone knives out huge show version what's the guy's it's jake it's jake, jake from state farm it's a whole you're, you're saying what his name is who was the co-host with hasty nate i know it, it rhymed with jake you're right there, buddy. <laughs> Nate Wrangler. What? Nate? Nate? Nate Wangler. I thought he was related to he's John, really, he's John related Wagner. to John Wrangler. Wrangler from Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought. I was, thinking, I was thinking the same thing. Oh, so they totally backstabbed me the whole time. That's nice. Hey, appreciate you filling in. Yeah, I'll really process that payment for you getting paid really quick with Marty Boer from the Michigan Sports Network. Let's go to Bill. In Midland, listening on 100.9 FM, you're on the huge show with John Vanderwall. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Hey, got a couple questions real quick about baseball, and maybe one of them. First of all, I'm going to ask John, with all the load management, will we ever see a 300-game winner again? And compared to basketball and football, what takes so long for these prospects to get to the big club. And I'll just hang up and listen. Yeah, thanks appreciate for the question. Yeah, appreciate you and appreciate everybody listening to Midland Bay City Saginaw on 100.9 FM. You know, why does it why does it take so long for prospects to develop? That was the first part. Because uh, for a hitter, baseball, hitting a baseball is the toughest thing you can possibly do. Guys, calm down here, okay? Um, so, it takes... It takes a lot of at bats in the minor leagues for someone to be able to um, to to have enough experience to go up and to play in the big leagues. It, it's like I'll give you an example. So we go into spring training and I hear all the stuff about oh this guy, 
He hit so well in spring training, he should make the big league club. No. Um, when the when the uh, light comes on during the regular season, it is is a totally different game. Uh, it takes it it really it takes three years in the minor leagues to to really to become a to be able to go and be able to compete in the big leagues without a doubt. And that's why I had such a uh, uh, for the the Torkelson stuff and and how the how they how they brought him up. It just it wasn't right on the kid. The kids I think kids going to be really good. It just wasn't right for him for them to do that. So it takes a long time. It takes probably fifteen hundred to two thousand at bats in the minor leagues just to be able to be ready to play in the big leagues. Now. If you're throwing 100 mile an hour, and we can get into this, this is another discussion in, in what's happening with with youth baseball. Um, if you're throwing, you've got high velocity and you've got a good slider changeup, um, you have a chance to go and, and pitch right away. You can compete up at that level. Talking big league level. Talking the big league level. But what's happening now is a lot of these, you got a lot of 17, 18 year olds who are throwing 97 miles an hour. And how many bullets do you have in that arm? You don't have a lot of 97-mile-an-hour bullets. And, and to me, that's also killing the game is that these kids are learning how to pit, are, are learning velocity and technique so early in their careers that by the time they're 19, 20, 21, they're blowing out. And I, I, that's, an, that's an interesting question. We can go on and talk about the Tigers. How, why, are we having, Fieda, yeah, right? why, why are we having all these injuries? Um, Joe, go down Joe, the list. I mean, Joe all of a sudden comes up with um, Doan's pills. He's got a backache, and he's gone. I, he's I mean, going old school yeah. on the Doan's pills. Doan's pills, you remember going, him? He's going old school on the Doan's pills. Well, Doan's pills ain't working for uh, I'm starting. I'm Joe. starting to digest what you're saying. I'm letting the backstabbing show from last Thursday go you, Maybe right you now. need a Doan's pill. <laughs> <laughs> I, need to, I need to be medicated. But uh, So we go back to that. Yeah, you, you need... It, it's not like going athletic ability comes around in football and basketball where these guys can come out. They're outstanding athletes. They can go out and they can compete right away. You can't do that in baseball. You have to go through a sequence in the minor leagues. What about extending the rotations? Well, you know, here's one thing I've never noticed and always wondered about baseball. If you're a contender and you know you have a stud, it's Verlander who's getting older, whatever, even though he got hurt like right away uh, with the Mets. Why wouldn't you have a miss starts? You know, I know NBA is doing load management. I don't like it. But baseball has 162 games, right? 162. Why wouldn't you extend rotations, which they'll do sometimes to start seasons and go to a five-man rotation because you got so many games back-to-back. Why not have deeper rotations or pitchers miss starts in the big leagues? Well, I don't know. I we talk about three hundred game winners. I don't think there's. It's going to be very difficult for them to get now. That, that was one of the questions because of your load management. I, for so many years, we've had these pitchers go and go into the sixth, seventh, eighth innings. Now they go through the lineup twice, and they don't want them to go through a third time. I mean, this is now we're getting into the geek stuff. That if you log talk to Manford, he, there was an article out said that how analytics is killing the game, which was so good to and finally read. It was so read, true. Right? It's like, oh my gosh, we fun, now we got him talking about it. And by the way, I do agree with the stuff that they've done with the pitch clock and stuff. I think it's 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 your old school guys are probably going to stab me in the back, and I need Don's pills. But I like the pitch clock. I think it makes the it makes the fast paced game. Uh, we talk about pace. People want to see pace. That's why I love watching girls softball in the playoffs in June. Why? Right? Because it's a fast-paced game. It's on College World Series and yes. everything, right? Yeah. So that is. 
I agree with the rules. I, I don't notice the bases being bigger. I don't either. Right? I don't see it. I, I don't either. And I got some of my buddies. I'm on some different social media stuff, and they're like going nuts over this. I'm like, yeah, but those are guys who have played, right? Yeah. Our old school, your yeah, buddies, I, right? Yeah, but I, but I'm like, you know, I used to scout for ten years, and I couldn't stand a three hour and twenty six minute game. I mean, now you're going two hours, two twenty, two thirty, and and that's 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 the pace this this game needs to be played at. Yeah, and I, I wonder with that pace. That if you could see the double header return, right? Would you get the, which used to be a good big point. part of drawing fans in? They get two for the price of one. They're going to buy tickets. They're going to that's a good spend point. Money, right? That's a good point. Yeah, that, I didn't think about it that way, but yeah, I mean, it was two eighteen on opening day when I was sitting there at Tropicana Field with our winners, uh, right across the street from Ferg's. Two eighteen. Two minutes, or not two minutes, two hours and 18 minutes. You couldn't, you could realistically do it. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And as a player, you'd be okay with it because you're not playing two three and a half hour games with, you know, basically 50 minutes in between. And I got to tell you another rule I didn't like that they, they tested in the minor leagues and they ran in the major leagues and they didn't pull back on it. I like the runner on second, so games aren't going 17, 18. They did it last night. Right. I saw that. And that that's actually I am going to agree with you and I'm gonna get my I'm gonna get stabbed again here with but But who wants a nineteen inning game? Exactly right. And it, and it just burns the pitching staffs up. And You know it, where I'd like to not have it be in place would be postseason. Yeah. Okay, we can put that rule in. You right. and I'll right. do that. No the playoffs what we? Yeah, you, Are you gonna call gonna Manfred? Get, yep. Oh we'll call we'll, Hasty and uh we'll get uh, we'll go Wangler. we'll go via Hasty and we'll get that in. But you knife boy, Nate Wang. <laughs> 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 But I, I liked it. Now, I did it go on in the 10th or did it go to the 11th? Did they give one regular inning? Because um, mm. I didn't Right I, away, I, didn't I saw that. the runner. So in the 10th inning, they had the runner. So the right Tiger, yeah, the, the way the game went was the Tigers got out of it. They didn't score. The Astros didn't score. Then it went to the 11th. Okay. Yep. And then Veerling hit the Which I like that. Dinger, I, right? I like that rule, too. I, I love it because, again, there's some of those games, that, and I've been in some long ones, that it's the 16th inning, and it's like no one's going to get a hit. The playoffs, I don't mind a 19-inning game that could decide who moves agree, on in the yeah. playoffs. Yeah. That's it, the only spot. So uh, extending the rotations, do you, is that day going to come? I think you're already doing it. in the major leagues. You're right? already doing it, really. Uh, you, that's why you've got the uh, the signing that hasn't pitched yet. What's it, Lorenz? He's here. They've got they have some they have some depth at starting pitching. Is it good? It's four it's four or five starter stuff is what it is. It's even you know Boyd. I know you you guys are encouraged by the stuff. The stuff I saw from Boyd is the stuff I've seen two or three years ago. Um, pretty at times, pretty decent, lively fastball. Uh, he's been working on this change. I didn't really like the arm action on the change, and he's got a loopy, quick break and curveball that's going to go a long way in Comerica. That's what he is. And I think because he hasn't started, he was pitching more spot uh, relief work that I think what you watched yesterday is what you're going to get. You're going to get five innings out, hopefully. Maybe. You get five innings out. He's in, So he's the guy, and they got a lot of these guys now, that can go twice through, maybe get through twice. They don't want him to go through a third time. Uh, but that's You're talking about the hitting lineup. Yes. Right. The starting pit. I mean, but that's how they were brought up. 
They weren't brought up to to suck it up and try to make. Boy, it I love time. Manfred though, calling out analytics. Absolutely. And you know what he did? And I, I really it ruined believe, hitting more than it ruined pitching. And I and I really believe he said this after the World Baseball Classic, and you and I talked about it when we were previewing uh, the season last week or a couple weeks ago. That I think he watched Japan, watched some of the other teams, and how they did it. And all of a sudden, it's like, wait a minute, that like A. Rod and Ortiz said in the post game after Japan beat the U.S. in the World Baseball Classic for the title, that that's the 90s baseball that the people loved. Runners in motion. Yes. Hit and run. Bunt. Bunt. Steal a, a bunt base. Down. Right? Put the ball in play. They don't they, make the routine Japan play. Japan never shifted. Right. I didn't see them shift at all. Did you? No. Maybe they I mean, I, I wasn't. Somebody. I mean, I wasn't looking at that. But, but I, their, their shift is getting the shortstop up, you know, maybe uh, towards second, right, so he can make a play and save a single. Yeah, and I've heard that with people say, oh, you know, they they didn't like that they took the shift out. I'm going, we didn't have the shift for 900 years. Now all of a sudden for the last five or six, we've got this shift in, and they've just totally, I mean, it just looks like softball on a Monday night over at Ada Park, you know, where you're doing the shift, and they got away with it. They got rid of it, which I love. Um, we're back to some of the basics in baseball, and the bell is juiced, just like it's huge. Remember, the, you know, have you ever heard that car commercial in Tampa? Yeah, no. It's huge. I mean, that's kind of where it's going. The ball, the ball is juiced, oh, right? Oh, yeah. You called that a couple of weeks ago. Uh, John Vanderwall, former major leaguer, joining us uh, in studio. Uh, if you want to check in with a Major League Baseball Tigers question, rules changes, and more, join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE, at HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook, and opt in on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. And again, uh, any question about the Tigers and their first four games on the Mercantile Bank listener line, one 838 Four eight four three. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. In the den. Step up to the plate at Eagle Casino and Sports, the mobile sports book that you can bet on all your favorites all year round, including, of course, our national pastime. So download the app and start winning today at Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 years or older and in Michigan to play. The Tigers notched their first win of the season against the defending world champion Houston Astros Monday night behind clutch home runs from Riley Green and Matt Veerling and an outstanding pitching performance, especially from Mason Englert out of the bullpen. The overall production from the team was refreshing, but the key were the at-bats and the commitment that was evident throughout the order. In one inning alone, the second, the Tigers had more opposite field hits, four, than they did the entire series against Tampa, two. It's that approach from spring training that made us all so hopeful on the year and will be needed this season to make it a full success. Huge here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in downtown Grand Rapids, and now they're stronger than ever before with their new partnership with Dorn Mayhew. Now, Dorn Mayhew is an east side firm. Now you get the west side of Michigan with Bean Carter. And whether you're a small business or big business, they can handle all of your accounting and business needs at Bean Carter. 
Just go to beancarter.com. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. And I mentioned with their new partnership with Dorn Mayhew, they cover all of Michigan, the Midwest, and coast to coast. Find out how the pros at Bean Garter can help your business today. Go to beangarter.com. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. And I know Tom Rosenbach and his team are so happy about their new partnership with Dorn Mayhew. Godsmack, live and in your face. Friday, May 26th at Soaring Eagle Casino, plus Bad Wolves. And same show, same night, Bullet for My Valentine. Tickets start at $28 on sale now at the Soaring Eagle box office or etix.com. Party hard, rock harder. Godsmack, May 26th, part of the Soaring Eagle Summer Outdoor Concert Series. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer, former major leaguer John Vanderwall, West Michigan was a resident in studio, talking Tigers, MLB, if you have a Tigers or baseball question, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Locations all across Michigan, local bank you can trust and depend on which is more important than ever before. Uh, the pitching, and I know we talked a lot about uh, the hitting, Johnny, with the Tigers through four games, but, you know, the starters, uh, Boyd, even though it was kind of shaky at times, uh, you look at Wentz, uh, you look at Rodriguez in the game I saw in the season opener uh, down in Tampa, pleasantly surprised early with the Tigers starting pitching. Rodriguez is going to be good. I just his stuff, his his pace, uh, the way he mixed up pitches. He's he's going to be he, he's going to be their best pitcher this year. The interesting thing is Spencer Turnbull and what he was uh, before the injury, and if he can get back to that. Let's give him a couple, you know, two or three more starts to see where his, you know, where where he's at and. Uh, See if his arm comes back. <laughs> we got getting, a lot of stuff coming up here. Are you getting distracted? I'm trying to send somebody a photo for one of the posters they need for opening day Thursday down in Detroit, and they need it quick. And I'm trying to send it. Well, he's going to be pitching Thursday, so I would. Bl- I think they set it up for that. I, you know, you pray as a Tiger fan that uh, he doesn't. You know, puke the bed. Like when, when, I, when I turned my right. back on you while trying to take the selfie, I was like brain lock. I'm going, what's going on what's here? Going on? <laughs> I'm not taking a picture of you. Well, I, I thought you were trying photo. to do a selfie and you're going to no, throw no, it selfie, in. Like you. like, you know, I'm how you see you and then me in the background. No, and I'm like, a, okay. They're doing, they're doing a poster for 
Uh, you know, opening day, and I'm trying to no, get a photo. I'm getting old here. I can't. I'm trying to talk, and then I'm, I, I, mean, know, I can't multifunction I, sometimes. I, I didn't know I need to stare right at you for you to talk. <laughs> sometimes bowling with 10 pins ain't easy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so, uh, bullpen, your thoughts on the Tigers' uh, bullpen. Oh, boy. I like Lang last night, at least yeah, from all right. you know, watching a, you know, the bullpen go to work. I thought... They they were good last night, as good as they can be after blowing a four zip lead, right? He's just he's going to have to work into it. He's going to you're going to have to get him in those those situations consistently and before he settles down. I mean, he was in it last year, but again, you start a year new and he's got to get used to. It. There's always always going to be one arm that comes out of nowhere and becomes this this stud. It seems like it happens every year to every team. Um, I think they're both. I think they're. I think the pitching is going to struggle all over, all around. Rodriguez is going to be good. I, the other lefty that we, you mentioned, what was his name? Wentz. Wentz. He yeah. actually looked pretty. He looked pretty hard. good. He, it, it, it ball looked flat to me, but uh, you know he's he's a lefty. Lefties get away with a lot. Um, I just it's going to be it's going to be a tough year. We'll see how the pitching guru does. Uh, when the ball is super juiced and you don't have, uh, he doesn't have a lot. In my opinion, he doesn't have a lot to work with this year. That's just my opinion. I'm hope I'm wrong. His name is John Vanderwall, former major leaguer, joining us uh, in studio talking Tigers MLB. I, you know, again through four games and their first win last night and eleven seven six over the Astros. Are you still in that 60-something wing total for the season? 65, yep. Yeah, 60-ish. Yeah, uh, I, I, they're not, I, I, not going to lose 100. I've I, I seen some posts. I, they're not going to lose 100. Um, 62, I mean, 63, 64, 65. Uh, on the low end, if they get a couple of long streaks, you could maybe win 70. But 65 to 70 is, is where they're going to end up. Yeah, uh, and I, I liked what I they were entertaining to watch last night. My expectations uh, aren't there, and you know, shuffle in guys when you need them, and find out between you know, double A later in the year or triple A guys that might surprise you that could play in the big leagues. You know, I don't, I haven't seen. I mean, I've got uh, some history with a couple kids I know that are I think in double A, triple A, I don't know. I don't really know what their triple A roster is. Uh I think that's where the scope thing comes up if there's uh if there's a guy down in triple A right now that they want to you know bring up and, and see him. Uh but they're going to be I think they're gonna be fun at times and it's going to be a long season at times with the growing pains that they should have went through. I think they're actually what I see this year is a plan that actually should have been addressed should have been something that was done four years ago. It looks like they actually know what they're doing in some instances. So as a Tiger fan, there's things going the right way. There were some trades made the right way. I believe this year things are, it's just, you're looking at four years, four years. I mean, unless they go out and spend a ton of money and, they do what the Lions have done where people, hey, I want to go and play in Detroit like it was like in 2014 or 13. There was those years where people wanted to come and play in Detroit. If they can get that back and then they're willing to spend the money to get these players in uh, in the free agent market, then you, you could turn it around quicker. But you, I would think that you'd want to have this thing turned around before you lose 
Um, lose control of some of the, those young players, the, the good young players. They have four right years is, is asking a lot for. So what, what would that make the rebuild then? The rebuild of a rebuild of a rebuild? I don't know. Yeah, so if, if you say four years, so we'll go 2027, that, that is over a 10-year, that's an 11-year, close to 12-year rebuild? Well, I mean, mm. it just it wasn't done right before. Wait, with Al, uh, and, and again, you hope if Rob Manfred is saying analytics is ruining the game, that Chris Illich and... Scott Harris, the new president. Well, they're bringing. That. I mean, that, that that's the other thing. Okay, so I, I there are some things that are, that are really good there. Well, what but, are good in analytics that you think Major League Baseball teams should use? Pitching and hitting, fielding. You tell me what 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 are good analytics and what's using it too much? Okay, so what I think was using it too much, and I can't tell you for sure because this is just my opinion. But I, I it looked to me like in the series all weekend long with uh, Tampa is that. They had well. There's a 27 percent probability that he's going to throw a changeup here, or they're starting to go in probability. That's what it looked like to me because it looked like guys were just like they're looking for a changeup when they should. You should always look for a fastball. It always looks like well, there's a you know 43 percent chance he's going to throw this on this part of the plate. That's where the, all that stuff's got to be out. It, it, it's some information that you can use, but as a hitter, you got to always look for a fastball and and. And adjust to anything off speed. To me, they were. To me, that looked like okay. Analytics is starting to get involved here, where we're not looking for a fastball anymore. We're looking for their best pitch that we got to try to hit. No, you got to try to hit the fastball. And that's where analytics, I think, is is going wrong. There's too much. There's too much information as a hitter. Uh, you can't. You can't think that much. You can't comprehend. There's too much. You just got to see it and hit it. You got to be simple on things. You've got three hitting coaches down there. Why do you need three hitting down there? Coaches? Would be Detroit. Yeah. Right? Why you got three pitching coaches down there? Why do you need all this stuff? You've got iPads in the dugout. You've got all this stuff that they're looking at swings and everything, right? Well, it's gotten so bad, and I did hear this before that guys were like hitting and going in, watching their video, and then they're in the cages during the game, and maybe it's still going on. I'm going, what? Yeah. I mean, they, they've got they're doing flips during the game, and they're playing. So they're watching the game on the television, trying to work on their swing, on their swing during the game. And I'm going, you got to be kidding! That's that's too much. So there's 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 too much stuff. And then there's there's swing vests, and we need a one, two, three, four, and you do all this stuff. Well, it's on the hitting side, you can't do that stuff. There was some really good analytics stuff with the way they were throwing and the rap soto and spin rates and all this stuff. And you get over here, there was really some good information, and it took pitching. It took pitching. It it jumped a little bit um, with some of the information. Then they said, "Hey, we can do that with hitting." No, you can't. No, you can't. And it has—I mean—and this is where the game has gone astray. And it looks—I mean, I am pleased, like I said earlier, that that the swings of planing out and they're doing some stuff. I think they're doing it all across the big leagues. I was telling one of my buddies, and he is in a high spot with some other organs. I'm not going to say. And he, him, and I got in an argument over it, and I haven't talked to him since. But that's where it's coming, and it, we already—we're already seeing it now. And it has gone that quick. Um, it's gone that quick that fast. John Vanderwall, former major leaguer, played with Bonds, played with Jeter out of Hudsonville, Michigan, calls West Michigan home, former Tigers minor league instructor, scout, uh, loves the game, uh, joins us every once in a while in studio on the phone to talk Tigers and MLB. Now we're not going to be able to get to any more questions, but if you want to drop it for uh, future conversations with JV at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. My man, thank you so much. Thanks for having me in, brother. Yeah, yeah John Vanderwell, good stuff in studio. Superfly Hayes, 
uh, Knives Out, the huge show version starring Nate Wangler, Dan Hasty, and Superfly Hayes. At a celebration cinema close to, or celebration cinema close to you. What'd you say? And uh, sponsored by Don's Pills. Yeah, Don's Pills. Going old school pills right there for uh, those of you who had back issues back in the day. Yeah, I I remember them. Yeah, thank you, JV. Going old school. Hey, I do have an announcement from our friends at all the brands Steakhouse and Grills. You can watch all the Tigers games on all the TVs at all brands' locations. You'll find the brands in Bay City if you listen on 100.9 FM. The brands in Holland, if you tune in on WHTC. Brands in Caledonia, just south of GR. Johnny Brands in Granville. Johnny Brands on Leonard off of 131 in downtown Grand Rapids. And Mike Brand Sr. has the brands in Cascade just east of town. Don't forget for lunch, 11 a.m. until 3 p.m., $6.99 Steakhouse Burger Basket and Fries. $6.99 Steakhouse Burger Basket and Fries at all locations except for Tommy Brands on South Division, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. until 3 p.m. For the brands close to you, go to brands.com. And also, whether it's workday, play day, game day, you can pick up all your brand's favorites or have them delivered. You can do that at brands.com. That is brands.com. We got a road show tomorrow in Detroit on the eve of opening day. Saturday, we're at Tin Roof right across from Comerica. I'm going to stop by Harry's, by Little Caesars, another game day destination. So a lot going on with the huge show. The Tigers home opener against the Red Sox on Thursday. And remember our special broadcast at 10 a.m. on our flagship station, 96.1 The Game, and online at thehugeshow.net. Our home opener preview will be on the air 10 a.m. on Thursday from Tim Roof right across from the ballpark on 96.1 The Game and also at thehugeshow.net so you can listen. We'll have Matt Shepard. We'll talk to Ron Colangelo from the Tigers front office and more. That's Thursday at 10 a.m. from Tim Roof on the Tigers home opening day. Everything huge, 24-7 at net. Breaking Benjamin, live in concert in Grand Rapids, with special guests, Bush, and Another Day Dawns. See them live at Van Andel Arena, May 16th. Get tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. Visit BreakingBenjamin.com. Get tickets now. The one-two. Right side, there it is! Hey, sports fans, here's a hanging curveball that you can knock out of the ballpark. This is Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball, inviting you to step up to the plate at Eagle Casino and Sports, the mobile sports book where you can bet on all your favorites all year round, including, of course, our national pastime. So download the app and start winning today. Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 years or older and in Michigan to play. Bigger than any box score, local sports are a victory for the entire community. Building up leaders, breaking down barriers, connecting generations, teaching integrity, blazing a trail, sparking our economy. That's why Meyer sponsors hundreds of local sports teams throughout the Midwest. From Little League to the Big Leagues, uniforms to stadiums, Meyer knows when we support the home team, we all win. 
Life as a grown-up. Not what you thought it would be, right? The meetings, the stress, the boredom, and that one big question. Does any of this matter? Then you became a cop. Not what you thought it would be, right? The pride, the honor, the love for the brothers and sisters who serve with you. The family who reminds you how much you matter. Being a cop, not what you thought, right? Just what you needed, I guess. Visit michiganpolicechiefs.org. At Mercantile Bank, we believe in empowering the communities we serve and that financially strong individuals and families are vital for building strong communities. That's why we're committed to providing budgeting tools and interactive resources designed to help you take charge of your finances. Our friendly staff is always here to help answer questions and provide solutions to help you reach your goals. Call, stop in, or visit us online at MercBank.com to learn more. And let's help you make today count. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Let's go check in with the fun governor, Tim McCullough, from the incredible Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan, is standing by. And, Timmy, what's happening at Soaring Eagle? As you know, we got so much going on. Entertainment is what we do. Keep everybody entertained from our promotions to our great shows. And uh, starting off with the shows, we got Maxwell coming up uh, April 14th. That's a Friday night. Great R&B. Come out and have a good time with Maxwell. You can't. You can't lose. I'm telling you, the show is going to be amazing. And then on the 28th, we got Alice Cooper back with his classic rock. Alice Cooper, you can't go wrong with the classic Alice Cooper, one of my favorites of all time. And then uh, May 6th, Bobby Polito, Gary Hobbs. Come on and have some great time and have some great Latin music. Feel the vibe and uh, come join right here at Sword Eagle. And then we got Tacos and Tequila on the 13th. You can't go wrong. Nice dining and drinking event. You got Los Lobos, all the great food, all the great drinks. And then outdoors, of course, Godsmack on the 26th with uh, Bullet for My Valentine and Bad Wolves. I love Bad Wolves, by the way. Uh, great, great show. Going to kick off the outdoors out there with Godsmack. And then, of course, we have Jelly Roll. Willie Nelson on the 27th. Brooks and Dunn with Scotty McCreary. June 15th, everybody. June 15th, Brooks and Dunn. They're back. Scotty McCreary got a hot song out right now. I love it. My wife loves it. James Taylor on the 23rd and his all-star band bringing all his big hits. James Taylor, the legendary James Taylor, by the way, the 23rd of June. And then August, Kane Brown, everybody. Come see Kane Brown outside in our venue. It's a beautiful place to see a show. Bill, you've been there. You know. You can speak to it. And then, of course, our promotions moving inside. $100,000 money wheel. Saturdays in April. This is the way it works. From 5 p.m. to 11 p.m. One winner each hour. Get a chance to spin our lucky money wheel and win cash prizes. You get three chances on the wheel to accumulate as much cash as you can. And if you land on three eagles, these beautiful eagles, icon eagles, you have a chance to win $100,000. That's right, $100,000 from your Soaring Eagle Casino Resort. So we're having fun all month long. Come on out and have a good time with us. And, uh, you know, we're doing big things Easter brunch on the 9th. So make sure you come out and uh, have a great Easter brunch. It never fails here at Soaring Eagle. And that goes from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Uh, and you can bring the kids along as well. So make sure you come out and have a good time. And uh, join us. We probably, we like to have fun, Bill. Tim McCullough is the fun governor. Uh, fun is his middle name. It would be Tim Fun Governor uh, McCullough checking in here from the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Now, all the shows, if you want to get tickets, 
uh, indoor and looking ahead to the summer outdoor concert series, go to SoaringEagleCasino.com. There you can book your hotel room and also find out about the huge giveaways and promotions. Also, don't forget about the Eagle Casino and Sportsbook app. And they have their sister property, for those of you listening on 100.9 FM in Standish, Michigan, Midland Bay City, Saginaw area, the Saganine Eagles Landing Casino and Hotel in Standish, the Soaring Eagle Water Park and Hotel right across from the casino property and the upscale accommodations at the retreat. Everything you need at SoaringEagleCasino.com. Timmy, we'll talk next week. Thanks, Bill. All right, Tim McCullough, the fun governor. From Soren Eagle, checking in here on the Huge Show across Michigan. We are set to wrap up our Tuesday broadcast. Superfly Hayes, best in the business, producer extraordinaire. We're on the road in Detroit tomorrow and Thursday for the Tigers' home opener. Join us Thursday at Tin Roof right across from Comerica. Also, thanks to our good friends from Harry's by Little Caesars, another game day destination. As always, if you miss any huge opinion, any interview, any hour, any full show, our podcasts are free. And we are everywhere. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts, Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. And you can catch up and listen on your schedule. Also, if you want to find a radio station in Michigan that carries us live weekday afternoons at 3, all 19 stations are listed. And you can follow us all around the state at thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. Huge.